Welcome to the process of progress, an ongoing conversation between two friends and sometimes other creators about removing resistance, moving forward, and manifesting your desired reality. If you've ever been at a loss with these frequently touted higher concepts, you're not alone. We're figuring it out too. Please join us for our bi-weekly check-ins where we test out some real-life applications, review our blunders and successes, and keep our faith in the, the process, process of, of progress. progress. Welcome, everybody, to the process of progress. I am Welcome. Cecilia McCarowitz, and with the wonderful, lovely lady, Hollis Maloney. She's my co-host. Hi, guys. Has been for almost two years now, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we started. Really? So even though we released in January of 2020... We started mm-hmm. recording and like working on this in September of 2019. Yeah. Gosh, that's crazy. What a different <laughs> world we were all in in oh, September shit. of 2019. <laughs> I feel like our lives were very different personally, individually, but also no. everyone's lives I know. were very different. Talk about just a season of like got plans. Who cares? Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah it, it really does feel like a different dimension away like it, it it the 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 impact of of this last year and i guess while we're talking like for us like two years has just it's been so profound and that it yeah I, I do. I feel like I'm in a completely different world and a completely different life. And in some regard, I am. So. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. physically, you're yeah. in a new home. I'm in a new home. We have different, different work, work lives. lives. <laughs> but then also on just like a on a worldview yeah. level, on a, on a maturation level, yeah. like we're all, we're both in yeah, very different like, places. Yeah. Worldview and yeah, like individual view. Yeah, it yeah, it's which is like, uh, Hollis digital high five. The perfect segue. I'm just saying, into <laughs> into our topic. I didn't oh, plan well, that. Okay, just, just pretend like you didn't. <laughs> or you know, I don't know. Actually, no. This is interesting because. Like, I feel like it's equally as brilliant if you planned it or you didn't plan it. Like, it's <laughs> either way. I really oh. didn't plan it. I really didn't plan it. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. I actually do plan it. This time, I didn't well, at all. <laughs> still, still an excellent, excellent segue into into what we what we were wanting to talk about, and we put a bookmark in it last episode, which was um, the psyche sesh. <laughs> The impromptu mm-hmm. psyche sesh, mm-hmm. and later on a little bit about uh, new beginnings. So and how those two kind of kind of yeah. tie in and, and where we're at with all that. Um, so, Hollis, comments, questions before we begin, before we dive in. No, I'm. I feel like I'm just a student at my desk waiting for the teacher <laughs> to tell me. 
what we're going to be studying and ideating about this week. So okay. <laughs> I'm ready. I have my notebook. I have my pen. Excellent. My mind is open. <laughs> you know, what more could you ask for in a conversation between, you know, like if, if you're with the person you're trying to have a conversation with, like what more could you ask for? We just didn't have time really because there, there was really what mm-hmm. came from that session was so profound thing. I was like, we don't have time. We just don't have yeah. time. Well, and I also just want to reference for the for the audience, like if you don't know what we're mm. talking about, go mm-hmm. back and listen to the episode with, where we interviewed Dr. Armistead from Healing Arts because the end of that episode, she does, she and Cecilia have a psyche session and it's a very, I mean, I, I was just a witness to it and it was definitely very profound so if you haven't if you don't know what we're talking about go back listen to that episode and then come (laughs) back and listen to this so that sees can we can we can dissect it and kind of go yeah it was it it. was definitely a psychological thunder punch um i i did not come out on the other side the same so (laughs) it was it was one of those unexpected Uh, I don't know what you want to say. It was it was just one of those unexpected little pivot points where where it was so small and simple in the moment, and yet its its implications were were pretty big. So yeah, I agree. If you don't know what we're talking about, go yeah. back and listen. You can hear me cry. <laughs> um, but it 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 the reason why it was so profound was because um it was it was. One, I think it was really, really just total universal timing. I could not get over the perfection of the timing of it. It was like... (laughs) Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) I mean... Even just that morning, or before she, before Dr. Armistead jumped on and you and I were talking, this was also why I, I was very quick to be like, no, 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 this is all you guys. I'm not jumping into this was because you and I had been talking about what you ended up having the Mm -hmm. psyche session on. And when Dr. Armistead was like, you know, bring up, bring up some sort of block in your life. I was like, Dr. A, you have no idea how like perfect this timing is. Yeah. And, and, and like it was, and even that, um, neither you nor Dr. Armistead had been, I told you about them, but like you hadn't been through the moments even leading up to that. It was just, it was like watching this, this play I had no control over, you know, which, Hey, I guess is life anyway. But like, you know, it was, (laughs) It was just so wild to see it build and mount. And sometimes these universal lessons, I feel, are a little more subtle. And this one was not subtle. It was it was very yeah. orchestrated. And and it really, it was one of those moments where I was like, wow, I, I really believe in in just the the power of the higher self and how it guides you through life and really does implement. And put things in your life that are that yeah. are very necessary, um, because it was the the timing of it. Like I won't go too much into it. It's it's not it's not my story to tell. But my uh, my my dad my dad uh, very recently discovered that he's very very sick. Um, and he's a health practitioner and 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 so and 
it was so it was so incredibly related to everything that I had talked about, and we found this information out after the psyche session. So <laughs> it was like it was like yeah, Insane. it was just like this this lesson of like pushing and forcing and and then this this addendum of this is a symptom of you don't feel that you're worthy and you inherited it from this person in your life and then this person because of those same reasons is 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 really experiencing kind of the ultimate lesson in it and it was it was like oh my god oh my god okay okay um and i would like to add a footnote that it's like it's like my dad's really taking taking everything in stride like i i really would like to give him kudos um but it was i'm i'm mentioning it more to emphasize the timing of it i guess is my point and mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and i the the similar to it, it was like a more advanced version of the finger snap tri- trick that we've discussed a few times where you know you snap your fingers and you're mm-hmm. like this reality isn't right this is not the correct reality it was it was a very similar sensation but way stronger way stronger because she, yes you're yes, talking about the psyche yes. experience so yeah like she did sure. this psyche thing and it was like it wasn't a finger snap it was like a poof into like the whole body is like it was like a poof to just somewhere else and and the feeling afterwards after a lot of a lot of like purging like I could almost feel it leaving my system and and I know that might sound strange but if you've worked with energy in the human body at all you could you really do feel it when energy shifts and and the traumas that initially instated Mm -hmm. negative energy start to leave your body and that's what was happening and so on top of that there was this feeling afterwards of looking around and seeing how that belief of I'm not worthy how how it had it was just like tucked in every little corner and I couldn't unsee it all of a sudden um it was almost like I wow. couldn't see the dust in my house, and then all of a sudden I could, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's everywhere!" So when when she gave when she did that psyche session, uh, she did mention she's like, "Okay, well you've got about ten limiting belief systems," and I was like, "Oh, okay," and we're like, well, "We're just gonna tackle the one." I was like, "Cool." So there's <laughs> nine more, um, <laughs> but. Um, but you really worked on the foundational one, right? Yes, and, and she did mention that. I was like, well, that makes me feel a little better. But one of the, that still was like going through my head that I was like, okay, that was like the foundational one and there were others attached to it. Well, one of the ones that I, I, I believe um, kind of came up with it and decided to at least, I don't know if I rewired it. Um, I don't know if I've I've been able to do that, but at the very least, it it came up in plain view for me, was how this also a belief that I'm not supported, and that was another big one, and so Mm. it was like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's like, well, okay, this this is also manifested everywhere. It's it's like that need to push comes from, I just don't believe that 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 I'll be supportive and I know that that comes primarily in 
like, and there's a resentment attached to not feeling supportive or supported and how Mm -hmm. that comes out most blatantly with my artwork and what I create and how I have this kind of nasty, cynical beliefs. Mm. And I'm just like, no one cares. Like, no one gives a shit. Like, like, (laughs) yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, but that, that I finally was able to like piece it to that I don't feel supportive. It was like a defense mechanism for not feeling supported. And, and where that belief came from exactly, it definitely wasn't like nearly as obvious as the one that came up with, with the psyche session and, and my dad, I was like, oh, this is very obvious where this comes from. That one was very much just like, I don't know where this came from. Um, I don't, uh, looking at my history, I'm having a hard time, like kind of really figuring out where this came from, but I'm not going to worry about that and just focus mm. on that it's there and that we need to like change it or at least recognize it and um yeah and really I don't know just just f- changing that that belief <laughs> that 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 you mm-hmm. know I am supported and the mm, God, what was it one of the things that um, this is just an example. I, I will give one example because there were many and I could go on and on and on and on and on. But one of the major examples of um, not feeling worthy and not feeling supported came from uh, pushing myself in ways that like really caused my my physical well-being to to suffer and and how it's like I didn't think that I was worthy of the calm, safe, comforting environment that I actually need to really thrive and function. It's like, I was wrapped up in this, like, mm-hmm. like, no, you, you really need to kind of suffer in order to, like, do these things that you really enjoy doing. And it's, it's like, no, it's because you don't think you're worthy of, of the very nice, quiet, comfortable, safe environment that you do need. And it's okay that you need that. Like, most humans do. <laughs> so, no, yeah, that was just one exactly. very small area. So, I will. It, again, it was it, it dust in every corner. It, it's it's it was everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, still cleaning it yeah. up. <laughs> I'm just so glad that that's also. I mean, I'm not glad that that was like the root obstacle that you guys got to with UCs, but I'm also glad that that was it because I, I think that like that feeling of not enoughness, not, not being worthy enough is a, it's such a, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everybody has that experience. And even if they don't carry it around with them all the time, they experience, they have experienced it and likely have experienced it a lot in their life. And so I think, also it coming up and you being so open and vulnerable with everyone that's listening you know I think that that was also um I think that it wasn't just Mm. healing you like there was a there was a level of healing a certain amount of healing that everybody else could experience in that moment knowing that this is something that is shared by a lot of people and I think there's this really beautiful thing because even if even if people are listening and they're like, "Psyche, whatever," mm-hmm. like, don't believe it. It's 
even if it is psychosomatic and you start paying attention to the areas where you don't feel worthy enough or you don't feel supported enough, then there's at least a level of consciousness that you're bringing to when you're having that experience so that you can shift the narrative and you can shift the thought, you know? And then the more you shift the thought, the more you build the opposite narrative, which is, I am enough. I am worthy enough. I do feel supported. And that's strength in itself. Wise words. (laughs) I have have no notes. The end. (laughs) That's my statement. (laughs) A little bit on what you said about it being psychosomatic. I've had this, I've had this attitude for a while um whenever I hear that when it's just like well it's just all in your head it's like who cares everything's in your head so like (laughs) exactly exactly it's like (laughs) how real is anything anyways (laughs) there's no right or wrong (laughs) it just is (laughs) exactly theme of the day (laughs) um yeah so yeah it's like regardless of whether it was just all in my head or whether something did happen it's like it it, those two to me are symbiotic it's like something did happen if anything because it was all in my head (laughs) yeah it's so funny because like so my only experience with psyche was with um another person at healing arts it wasn't Mm -hmm. dr a it was a different doctor and we specifically touched on something that wasn't very deep but i noticed an immediate shift and it was it was like so funny because well not funny but your experience was so (laughs) deep and so profound and mine it it was really like you know an obstacle it was right after i moved in with nigel and i was like i was in this kind of Mm -hmm. resentful place not necessarily with him but just with everything because i was like i'm not in my I'm not in my own space anymore. I feel like I've I've had to shift so many things and like I was just kind mm-hmm. of like frustrated. And that was the thing we focused on. It was just like, you know, why do you feel frustrated? Do you not feel safe? And like we went through the whole thing. And then afterwards it was like all of a sudden I was fine. <laughs> I was like fine with everything. And um and I think mm-hmm. I shared that with you. I think I told yeah. you about the experience. And I was like, it's just like we'll see how it goes, but it was it's like, I think about my experience with it, and I think about yours, and I'm like, Cease had, like, the ultimate psyche experience. I had the, like, oh, I'm going to go, like, plant some flowers experience with it. It's like, oh, I can't, I can't, like, I don't necessarily disagree. Um, and I don't know why it worked out that way. Divine timing. Honestly, it was just like you needed the universe came God, through for no you in that shit. moment. Like, talk about a level up in trust. Like, it's like, talk about a level up in trust. And really, I couldn't have seen that coming. Could not have seen that coming. And that was another big thing. Yeah. I was just like, you don't fucking know. Like, yeah. you don't fucking know what's around the corner. You don't fucking know what you need. I do, and I know when you need. I meaning, you know, the bigger, the bigger me. You know, you know, but I don't know what it's called. There needs to be a better word mm-hmm. for it. We need to like, mm-hmm. oh, collective consciousness is so long, and God is so short, and it's like, <laughs> we need a single syllable <laughs> for it. Well, and like God conjures up like, yeah, all sorts of images. 
and I don't know. There's language is too it's it's too reductive. It it I don't I don't think I don't know if there's at least the English language. I don't know if there's something that could really capture. Yeah, I agree. But I also yeah, I I've, I've thought about this before and it's like I think the reason why language is so reductive and restrictive is because its very nature is structured and it relies it essential it, its nature mm-hmm. is essentially to define things and create boundaries which essentially perpetuates this concept of separateness and what we're talking about is sort of a return to singularity collective conscious oneness and so they're kind of like it's kind of this mm-hmm. weird it's this weird trap that we really have to work with yeah so, so there you mm. go. <laughs> I love that. I have been living in this place of like it just giving up on trying to describe things because I'm like the the experience is too big. I have no words. And I just don't even try. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I love that. That gives me like a bigger excuse. It's like, it's like no words are just structure, man. And I'm not. I'm. I'm living in the singular. I'm living in the singularity that is God consciousness. People will be like, okay. Okay, you go back and hug your tree, and I'll be be over here when you come back. Oh my down God! I um my brother my brother's been in town because because my my dad my dad because my dad's condition and um he my brother lives in south lake tahoe and he lives <laughs> he lives uh with a bunch of ski bums and just like hang 10 kind of people but you don't hang 10 on a ski slope but you get what i'm saying and uh he 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 told me this story about how he went out with his friends and he was just trying to make the most of being at a casino which he's thankfully outgrown at this point he's like I didn't really want to be there but my friends are there and and he, he said he went up to the bar and, and uh, this guy had like really great hair and so my brother just trying to make conversation was like hey man he's like I just like you know hi you know like I, you, you've got great hair and I just was like just wanted to tell you and and where are you from man and the, the guy replied I'm from everywhere man and my brother's response was, ah, shit. <laughs> shit. How do I get out of this one? I should have never come over here. <laughs> oh, man. I, I love that so much. I love that man with the beautiful hair. I love your brother. I love it all. <laughs> but I, I did want to, like... I, I did think that this whole, whole psyche sesh was also really tied in with, mm-hmm. you know, you did mention that your headspace has been kind of like, like, I, I words, I don't, I don't have words. Because yeah. you, you mentioned before we started recording that you have been in this headspace of new beginnings, which I was like, well, that's apropos. Like, shoot. Oh, Yeah. I mean, I th- again, and I, as I said to you before we started recording, I think it's very much tied into, like, our last episode. It's, you know, you and I are so bonded <laughs> even from afar. I'm like, she's just moved into the tiny house. She's experiencing a whole new, a whole new life. But also my, 
uh, not to not to talk about myself too much, but my birthday is yeah. next Friday, and um, it's it's happening oh, on a new moon. Oh, lucky duck! I lucky yeah. duck. <laughs> Which also, I I mean, I'm sure you know, but for the folks out there who don't know. Um, having a birthday on a new moon or a full moon or just stay strong moon, um, uh, place, place, I don't know if placement's the right word, but just like, I, like if it's the last quarter moon or first quarter moon, they all have, I mean, all of the, all of the moons have mm-hmm. some sort of relevance, but when it's like a stronger yeah. position, uh, then there's going to be a, like a stronger influence. And so I started doing all this research about what that means. And I started researching all uh-huh. the full moons and new moons um, for in July for the la- for <laughs> as long as I've been alive, just to like see yeah. what the effect was. So real quick, my the birthday that I had um, mm-hmm. in 2017 was mm-hmm. on a full moon. And it was r- right before my birthday, I had gone through my Reiki level two training. And then just a few days later after my birthday was when my ex-business partner approached me to open my Mm. yoga studio. Yes. Or my former yoga studio. Yes. It's no longer in existence. But I, yeah. So like the days around that full moon and birthday were I was not paying attention at the time, but like a lot of things shifted and then my life completely changed for the following three years with like building the studio and then running the studio and then like, so there were so many things that shifted and I really felt like it was the culmination of so much of my, of what I had learned and what I had Uh been growing into for the years prior. And, um, And so just like having being able to look at that and say like oh okay that makes sense for the timing um now looking at where i'm like what i'm going to be starting with this next new moon birthday cycle i'm like Mm -hmm. this is really exciting because that means there's going to be lots of new beginnings a lot of things are going to be changing and like i again like i have Mm -hmm. no idea what could happen but i'm so down for the ride and i feel like like between especially between um, going into quarantine, leaving the yoga studio and taking this, re- it's been a whole year as of yesterday that I've been, I've no longer been with this, or I've not, yeah. I haven't been a studio owner. Like I'm now ready to kind of step yeah. into the next act. And also, so all that to say for people who are out here, out there who are listening, research the moons on your birthdays for for like however long you want to go back it's really easy to go back and just look at like what happened if if you had a birthday on a full moon or a new moon because guaranteed there's some sort of uh relevance to what happened in like the coming days months years after that that could potentially be very profound i I thought it was like super fascinating this sounds i know i know that i was born on a full moon (laughs) i do know that yeah. Really? I was born on a full moon. How? <laughs> so. Which, what is that? So I know also that the moon placement that you had on your birthday, like the day that you were born, is a lot. What is, or means a lot. What does that the mean The moon for placement? As far as, like, in... Well, for a full moon. On the day I was born? I don't know what that means. I really don't. Yeah. I don't. Oh. Um... 
my my first my first self-deprecating guess was like I'm super self-aware, everything's illuminated and to the point where I can't function sometimes. Maybe that. <laughs> I I honestly don't know. Um I I I just know that it sounds badass and beyond that I don't actually know its meaning. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like amazing self homework. I really wanna, really wanna try that now. And I was thinking of what, how like, yeah, like if if those other moons had such a profound impact, I was just like, oh my god, buckle up, Buttercup. Like you've got new moon on your birthday, and you're a Cancer. Like it's a new moon in Cancer. That's its ruling sign. I was just I like, oh my god, this is gonna have some. I know. That seems powerful to me. <laughs> seems. It does. Yeah, it feels really powerful to me, too, which is why I'm in the headspace yeah, no of, like, shit. new beginnings. <laughs> because I'm like, get ready. Lots of things are going to be new. So I, I don't know. Like, again, if, even if it's psychosomatic and it's just in my head, it's like, well, I'm going to be paying attention yeah. to all the new shit that <laughs> like starts showing up in my life and all the things that that shift over the next year yeah, no or joke. so are, so are you gonna are you gonna be setting yeah. like are you gonna be setting intentions or are you more in like this headspace of like i i just want to i just want to see i'm just along for the ride or is it kind of a combo or have you thought about that or okay totally a combo so yeah i um i'm gonna spend the day at oh, the beach no. of course <laughs> So appropriate. Eat um, crab. Eat and yeah, that. <laughs> I know. I'm just gonna Good. like fully embody my inner crab, um, yeah. and be at the beach. I was like, should I invite people? And I'm like, mm, maybe I don't want to. <laughs> maybe yeah. I'll just like really be alone. Um, no, I'm gonna go with Nigel, and then yeah, I definitely want to set some intentions, like the day, the weekend after. So my birthday's on Friday, and I want to like do it with set the intentions like really after the new moon and kind of and then yeah I'm just kind of like along for the ride like I've noticed that some of the best the best things show up when you're not expecting them to so and there's a lot less resistance and a lot less frustration when you kind of just go along for the ride so that's probably my biggest intention is to be like I'm open show me the way straight you're, this is really sinking in for me. You're going to be at the beach. So you're going to be next to the ocean as a cancer mm-hmm. on your birthday <laughs> on a cancer new moon. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, mm-hmm. I have not heard of a more perfect, like, energetic. You need to do something with that. That's all I've I'm like. Damn, damn! I'm like, you need to, you need to do something with that. I don't know what, but that's like, talk about just like you, you got some megawatt energies going on there. That's really cool. Oh, neat. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Good timing, Hollis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do think I don't know. So this is also really funny. My massage therapist is also a Cancer, and her birthday was just last uh-huh. week I think it was on the full moon and she was doing like a whole ritual mm-hmm. ceremony with friends and like doing I, I, I it was a whole thing and I was like I love mm-hmm. I love that 
Like I love when you really mark a moment yeah. with a celebration and you know, I know people hate on like New Year's Eve mm-hmm. and all that stuff and New Year's <laughs> Eve usually is kind of a bummer, but but I do feel like having having this kind of demarcation in time and in your memory of like there was this before yeah. and now there's this after and you've crossed the thresholds into this new reality and this new um this new yeah. moment which is like what we've been talking about yeah. like snapping the fingers is like it's it's the threshold oh shift, the, this like hey experience the, the ah. threshold that you've crossed and the tiny house moving into the tiny house it's like oh you're just adding you, to it you know I'm just, like i'm thinking about like like okay so other really strong energetic points are like liminal spaces so like like Okay, for example, a swamp or a bog is considered to be a very, very powerfully energetic place because it's neither land nor sea, and so it's kind of like a between place, um, like like a portal. And mm. even like certain rituals will be held in doorways because those are symbolically a portal, and sometimes that's as close as you can get. And then I'm like thinking about it, and I'm like, and so is the beach because it's neither. <laughs> it's like the between. <laughs> I'm just like, this is just getting, this is getting too, too good. It's too good. <laughs> well, you know, we'll still be recording next year. Yeah. I hope. And yeah. so at this point, I'm like, who knows? But I'm pretty sure we'll be recording next year. So maybe we can just do a little check-in. Definitely. In oh, God, please take notes. <laughs> just please take notes. I'm sure you will, but I'm just like, oh, this is so cool. This is going to be such a cool moment. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you're basically going to enter a different dimension. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm going to, it's going to be July 10th, yeah. and I'm going to look like a totally different person. My hair I... is going to be black. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be I'll short. I'll like go into the ocean and come out, and Nigel will be like, who are you? And I'll be like, what happened? <laughs> okay, um, we've actually kind of reached the end of our podcast length. No, really? Yeah, I know, right? Aw, <laughs> oh, man. I thought we were going to go more, because I'm like, Cease, you you are in this tiny house. And I know we spent the whole last episode talking about the tiny house, but I'm like, that is a massive new beginning. I mean, we yeah. talked about the the building of it and the, the, the labor behind it and the creativity behind it, but it's like, now you're there and yeah. you're in like a whole new world. I am. Cue Aladdin. Um, <laughs> it's... Um, Something I'm currently noticing about this new beginning definitely has to do with the mindset because I know that hmm, I really am able to look at what I've done and realize that it is an accomplishment. What we've done. Mm-hmm. Good good God. Mm-hmm. I'm give my husband a lot of credit. Um, we, <laughs> and I don't think I would have been able to do that before. So even that is pretty significant. It's like, wow, mm-hmm. um, new person for a new space for sure. And the, I'm really excited, I guess, is, I guess is what I'm getting at, is that I recognize that this is a very new beginning and a new chapter, and it's slowly sinking in just how, how, how different things are going to be, because it is very different already being in mm-hmm. our own space being in a space that by the end of the summer uh, will pretty much be debt free and 
just amazing. yeah yeah and and it's good to and there's there's some self-forgiveness involved as far as I think before I would have just I know that something I struggled with was not being able to do other things while I was doing this house and it's like no you did the house like n- check now we move on yeah <laughs> yeah yeah now you can yeah. turn the page. Yeah. And 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 forgiving myself for that? Mhm. Even though that's just how it works. If that makes sense. It's like yeah. And realizing the absurdity of beating myself up for something that it's just it's just how it goes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like yeah. <laughs> You can't beat yourself up for, like, the natural progression of things. Like, you you couldn't start an art career while you were building this house. Like, that's not how this shit works. Yeah. It's like, it's like you, you finish one big project and then you move to the next big project. Like, that's how this works. It's like, oh, okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Divine timing, aligned timing. God, like, yeah. if there was, if this thing, if this one big thing was in your, in your, not in your way, but kind of in your way of like doing the other stuff that you wanted to be doing, then, you know, and now it's, now it's there and it's done and it's not in your way anymore. Then it's like, okay, now is the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. And like, on a, ugh, oh man, maybe I should, oh, I should keep these things to myself. I can always edit it out. More divine timing. <laughs> Speaking of divine timing, my, uh, our composting toilet is arriving tomorrow. <laughs> and oh, I, yeah? I start my period tomorrow. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, divine timing. You know what? Divine totally timing. Totally divine timing. <laughs> yes. Right now we're you know, I think this makeshift porta potty, and I was like, "This is gonna be horrible if I have to like have my period on this." And it's like, "No, I don't." Divine timing. <laughs> the toilet's coming. So, <laughs> yep. But you know what? Saying that, I bet you there's a lot of other women out there, myself included, who it's like when your period shows up, you're like, "Of course you're showing up right now." You know? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she comes when she comes and she knows when she's coming and yep. It's it's a force greater than us. <laughs> God, so true. Oh, so true. Uh, yep, got to work with those cycles literally and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of new beginnings. Yeah, speaking of new beginnings and maybe something maybe good to end the podcast on. Uh What's something you're really grateful for? about being a woman because we've talked before about like what sucks about being a woman so what's something you're grateful for (laughs) something i'm grateful for about being a woman Mm -hmm. oh my gosh where do i start oh great answer i I mean you know what we're already after a great start yeah (laughs) (laughs) i i so i know this this actually is kind of a double-edged one because I'm grateful. There's, you know, one of the constructs of the culture and world that we live in is that women are allowed to experience their emotions and kind of it's it's okay mm-hmm. for women and for men it's not. It's like they they are told all the time, you know, how to keep things in and how to 
be more physical than emotional. And I am, um, I'm so grateful that I'm not grateful for that, but I'm grateful that I am a woman in this time because I'm such, I am such an emotional person. (laughs) And if I, if I had to be in a man's body right now and be told that what I'm experiencing is not okay or that I have to keep it bottled up, I do not know what I would do. And that's really, really sad to say, but it's also, it's also so true. I'm like so grateful that like, I am allowed to kind of go into my intuition and my my emotional senses and be like if I mean even at the very worst of that it's like oh well you're a woman whatever and it's like yeah I am a woman and so therefore (laughs) I can't say this and it's more socially acceptable and whereas if a man were to say it it's like oh that is like that's conflicting with the the standard gender role there and the stereotype and and people get uncomfortable with it and so you know and that also in that sense I really really feel for men and I'm like I know I know that that is all shifting and the tide is shifting but um but yeah that's definitely a big one for me huh that's great no, it is. It's like I was saying, How about you, Cease? I know. I was like, I was very engrossed in what you were saying. And I was like, hmm, hmm. Um, hmm. I think I'm really grateful being a woman. I, I will say that I, I've really, really come to, the reason why I, like, the question was like, oh, this might be a good thing to end on. Um, is because I really, really have become very fascinated and grateful and hmm, what's a word for like it's it's instilled a lot of reverence for me, but I don't know what the right word is to summarize that is the cycles i the the moving mm-hmm. with cycles and being in tune with cycles and recognizing cycles and and while I do think that like all beings have access to that, I feel like it you know like I'm not saying that someone you know anyone can't tap into that, but what i mm-hmm. I do think that it's it's quite literally physically mm-hmm. hardwired into women and like yeah. Um, and you know, that could, that could mean, you know, that could mean a number of things. And I, and I would like to try to be as inclusive as I can when I say that, um, there's, there's just, it's just a cyclical energy. And, um, and I think it's, and I think cyclical energy belongs to the feminine and how that it's it, it's like yeah it, you just move through a cycle and you have to learn to work with them and mm-hmm. I don't know there's just a there's just a real beauty to it there's a rhythm to it um and there's mm-hmm. also there's also and this is my favorite part and this is where I've come to really appreciate it is that a circle is is unending and it's self-sustaining mm-hmm. and it endures because of that reason it's and it's and it's like a a straight line doesn't it it just goes on to oblivion it could stop at any time um it doesn't have the same kind of it just doesn't have the same kind of 
sustainability and depth that a circle has. And so that's what I think about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I really am grateful to be able to be really in tune with that energy. And I think that being a woman, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's part of being a woman is that you get that, that sort of leaning towards that. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I know that there's, that there's, I know that there's individuals out there that like, they have to, you know, go after that or switch to that or like come into that a little more so. I don't know. But I guess my point is that like, I know that I personally was born with that particular inborn trait and it comes easily and Mm -hmm. working with it is, is very a part of who I am. So yeah, that's, God, that was a big mess trying to explain that, but I hope that makes sense. No, I not at all. <laughs> not at all. Maybe you felt like it was coming out, but being well, a recipient of it was very clear. Well, good. Thank God. Because I was like, as I was saying it, I was just like, but how would this apply to trans people? And I was like... <laughs> no, I know. That's I was the like, thing. Like, the question itself is flawed because I, it's like, yeah. <laughs> like, what is a woman now, you know? No, no, and I was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, and I was just like... No, it was like, and I was thinking about it, I was like, I feel like you could be born not in a female body and, like, still have this and still, like, move towards it and work with it, but, you know, and I'm just like, but, like, literally, if you have a period, it's it's in a uterus, it, it really is, like, physically hardwired mm-hmm. into you, and, you know, just, like, all this other stuff, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, I hope this all makes sense. I know. <laughs> We're, you know what, we're in, we brought up gray area last time. We're in that gray area right now. I think we're like talking about what a woman and a man and feminine and masculine is like, what does it mean? See, it's Hmm. it's not right or wrong. It just is. (laughs) None of this matters. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hey, you know what? You know what's even better Hmm. about what you just said and what I just talked about? (laughs) can end this episode by saying way to bring it full circle (gasps) whoa (laughs) thank you so much for listening if you've enjoyed what you've heard please subscribe rate us and leave us a glowing glittering review if you want to connect with us even more and we'd really like that check us out on facebook at process of progress podcast on instagram at process of progress podcast or our website which is you guessed it, processofprogress.com. There you can email us, check out show notes, and learn more about the two of us. If everything's yellow, you've found the right place. Till Til next, next time. time.